Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And uh, Tud is lighting a fire. <laughs> oh no. In the backyard. He's, uh, <laughs> Tud, he's don't trying do it. to... He's trying to start a campfire to keep warm. Yogi Bear is not there to save you. Yogi Bear cannot make me prevent forest fires. <laughs> what you, why are you starting a forest fire, Tud? Maybe I shouldn't do that. And up and there, there goes the neighborhood. Tud's now lit his microphone on fire. Oh no! <coughs> Happy 420 day. You heard that right, folks. Oh, is it 420 today? Oh, well, it's 421. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, man, I might have to stream on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, happy 420 to you, too. Ha- happy 421. Happy 421, listeners. Yeah, that's Earth Day, I think. Is, is it? Is that what it is? I don't know. I hope it's Maybe Earth it's Day. Earth that'd, Day. Be, that'd be great. <laughs> Maybe it's 422. I don't know. Isn't Earth Day always it's a Friday? Earth Day adjacent. Happy Earth Day Eve. <laughs> oh, Happy man. Eve, Earth Day. Happy well, Eve. Welcome to However Earth. you celebrate being green, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Well, this took an unexpected turn. I was I was about to ask everybody, what's everybody's most fondest memory of drinking? <laughs> and Tud just starts lighting forest fires. So, Well, in honor are. of Earth Day... I'm going to burn the earth and smoke the earth all at the same time. Like a torched earth. Yeah, it's like the... There you if, go. If Earth Day is really the 22nd and 420 was yesterday... This right, is- I'm Googling this because I bet our <laughs> Earth Day list fans are, are getting angry. They're so mad right now. 22nd. Okay. That's right. All right. Happy Earth Day Eve, everyone. So halfway in between both. Congratulations. Yeah. I feel like this so is I, a waste. This has to be something. This has to be a day. Well, that's why I'm, we're celebrating the Earth, and I'm going to smoke a joint. It seems like to be the the only thing to only thing to go. Um, I don't know. Let's let's see what fake holidays are on. There we go. Google oh it. yeah, here we go. Four twenty. Yes. Holiday on four twenty one. There we go. On April twenty first. Let's see what uh, let's see what it comes up with here. This is giving me for the whole month of April. Oh, it's National High Five Day. Oh, obviously. there we go. The third Thursday of April. How could I, I have forgotten that? <laughs> High five. <laughs> High five, everybody. High five. Thursday yeah. April. It's like fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's high fives. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, national holiday. <laughs> hey, at least that you know, at least at least you can celebrate whatever you feel like celebrating. Yeah. I identify as this Thursday being Still 420 day. Okay. But you have Wednesday to be 420 day. What if you need multiple 420 days? What about the high fives? Think of all the high fives that you're going to give to all yeah. your, your plant-loving friends. That is true. That is a fun day. Mm, right? So many high fives. I'm going to get high fives to everybody. I'm going to go to work and just give high fives to everybody. So if today is high five day, does that make Earth Day like down low day? Well, I was going to say, and is then, there a download day? And then Saturday must be too slow. I don't know. I feel like 420 would be too slow day. Yeah. So maybe it goes in reverse. True. <laughs> See, that's why you, you always thought that it was the way that you thought it was over. But it's really in reverse. It's always been in reverse. 
Okay. <laughs> Too slow. Down high. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Get stoned. Get stoned. Do it. This is the Earth talking. Welcome okay, to so, Earth. So to recap, today is, <laughs> today is the day between 420 and Earth Day, known as National High Five Day. Yes. Which we're celebrating not by high-fiving, but by Tud getting high. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Cool. So for the first time ever, somebody has smoked weed on the podcast. That we know of. Yeah, that you know of. True. You don't know what's happening outside of this this webcam. Right. See? I could be smoking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. You could also... I also just saw that cat walk by again. Okay. Could have a cat on the podcast, too. First for everything. Oh, oh, man. Oh, goodness. So uh, other than smoking some pot, are you going to review the pot? Sure. It was slightly smoky with you know a hint of smoke. Well, what's it called? Oh, I have no idea. Weed. They're just going to review generic marijuana. <laughs> it is called Black Triangle. Interesting. Yes. It's from batch BLT190807-M2. You know, that's that, that good... That good batch. Mm-hmm. And it's not safe for kids. Okay. It ranks it right. It weighs in at a hefty 27.3% uh, TAC. I don't know what TAC stands for, but T-A-C. Overall. You you need a whole list of a paper full of adjectives to describe your pot, I think. I don't, yeah, I don't have any of that. I had smoky, um, smoky, burny, a little bit of burny. Uh, kind of made hazy because it, it made the whole room a little bit hazy. Um, I think that's it. I think out of yeah, on on the the unsmokediverse, I think that it would it would rate probably, you know, because potheads are smarter than than beer drinkers. I think it would rate a you know a solid eight out of ten. Okay, like a four point two oh. No, no, eight. <laughs> um, eight it is. So I actually have it here on Leafly.com. <laughs> You got the black triangle up? I got the black triangle up. Yep. It's got high TH. It's higher end of THC. It's calming, not energizing. Um, and out of 35 reviews, podcast, out of 35 reviews, 4.7 out of 5. It's five, five point scale. They have not evolved. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they do seem to have pretty low standards. They're just like, it's good. It's good, bud. <laughs> yeah. It says uh, flavor and aroma is earthy. So. There you go. Yeah. I said that. Uh, Smoky and earthy. Boom. And uh, yeah, it's a, a balanced hybrid. Um, anyway. I can't I can't believe that you found that. Oh, yeah. Search it right can you away. Find, can you find this one? Chocolate OG? I'm sure. See. I think it's pronounced chocolate og. Chocolate og. <laughs> Let's see. see what comes up. That was the other, that was the other one I lit because the other one went out. Right here? That's it does right. seem like they're much more on the like Amazon reviewer or your uh, like Uber driver rating. <laughs> It's like, yeah, 4.9 stars. Yeah, it, sure. it does, doesn't matter. It's like, whose line is it anyways? The points oh, are made yeah. up and they don't matter. It's right here. Um, it is lower. It's still calming. Lower on the THC uh, than the other one. Uh, the flavor and aroma is nutty. The top effect, it says top effect. Top effect is giggly. So if you have that one, it's going to be all giggles. Um, but but 66 ratings, 4.8 out of 5. Oh, so oh, wow. I don't even have more ratings. Yeah, more ratings, and it was higher rated. Um, this is the world we live I think in. We're over. in the wrong game here. I Why know. are we drinking all this beer that doesn't even crack four and a half? Yeah, and just the 
whatever pot you could find off the shelf is the best there is. <laughs> best I mean, pot, it's, yeah. this, is, this isn't off the shelf. It came from a store. Well, where do you think shelves are? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, we'll chalk that one up to the pot. I, think. <laughs> I like that one. That one was good. Uh, uh, so I, I think, Ted... Uh, we'll have to see throughout the. I'm going to tell you, um, your top I'm effect gonna... is is going to end up being euphoric. That's the top effect. So let's see. If okay. Euphoria kicks in. Um, I'm just going to keep on smoking different types of weed throughout the entire podcast. Oh god. So it'll be euphoric and giggling. And <laughs> Giggly. Yeah. Is there is there one where it's something before something you're in the clear, but something before something you're going to get sicker? That's how it goes. You got it exactly. If you have never some... filled in what those somethings are. But... <laughs> yeah. We the potheads. They probably they probably forgot about it. Anyways, there you go. Our All first, right, yeah. our first Oof. ever leafly.com entry in honor of National Life Five Day. Is there, <laughs> obviously, yeah. is there an app? I hope uh, there's I, an that app. I don't know. That, I'm not not doing that research right now. <laughs> Chris, if there oh, if there is, man. I found a handle for you. For me. All right. Well, all this watching Todd get stoned is making me thirsty. There you go. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Okay. So this week on the podcast, I have uh, Founders, one of our favorites. More favorites, and this is a can I haven't seen before. I don't know if it's just a new beer or if it's an old recipe that they're bringing back, or if I just have been blind. And this is called their Four Giants IPA. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, me either. Yeah, they call it an Imperial India Pale Ale, um, 9.2% ABV, 80 IBUs, and um, I like these pictures of the giants that they have on here. There's like a guy in Thor armor and a Dr. Robotnik looking dwarf, <laughs> a lady with an eye patch. Um, yeah, I don't know. They look like characters, these four giants. I'd like to get to know them better. But um, brought this one, got a single, this one. You know what? So I figured I'd try it here. I've, I lied. I've had this beer before. A long time ago or recently? I had it. I had it when I was at their brewery, September okay. 2nd, 2018. Yeah, like I said, I didn't. I got the impression that it wasn't a new release, but like I said, I've never seen it, so I figured, why not give it a shot? Crack this sucker open. Does it tell you on the can how they came up with the recipe? Because if not, I have an interesting story once we come back from our musical interlude. It does not, but I definitely want to hear it. Oh, like the can's got like a weird multi-stream action going on already. Oh, no way, this is cracking four point seven with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It looks like a pretty classic style double IPA. Mm-hmm. A little bit more of that amber hue. Yep. Than Clear. A, than a hazy. Um, definitely strong head on top of this guy, too. Looks like it's just going to be a trip back in time to 2012 when beers were simpler, <laughs> I think. But we'll see. Um, without further ado, I'm going to just dive right in. So this can says, we've made a lot of Imperial IPAs over the years. 
and in turn we've had a lot of arguments over which one is the absolute best. So to settle this once and for all, our brewers mashed up four of our favorite recipes into the ultimate imperial IPA. Four Giants boasts aggressive bitterness, a balanced by a malty sweet backbone with huge aromatics, and then it tells me the four beers. Huh, what are they? They are... Do I get a drum roll? You have the soundboard. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I gotta find it. Hang on. Drum roll! So, the... Does yours the... Is yours the Four Giants and the Haze of Destiny? No, it's just the Four Giants IPA. I was in the wrong one. It does not tell but, me. The, I mean, does not tell me the beers. <laughs> that that story makes sense though. That it's their, you know, four of their favorite IPAs that they right. brew, kind of all rolled into one, which is interesting. Yeah, I never had a beer like that before. No, very cool. I, I tried to peel off the annoying sticker to see if it said more behind it, but we'll never know because the sticker's never coming off. <laughs> um, but all right, let me get into the, the flavor profile here. I get that sweeter malt on the nose for sure. And that dank super hoppiness also. Very much high bitterness, like I was saying, a, just a classic double IPA. Uh, I get a lot of that. A lot of just old-timey hop goodness in terms of, you know, some some Cascade in here maybe, some Centennial. None of these newfangled hops. This is... Uh, this tastes like a classic brew. I like it. Um, this is like maybe a once in a blue moon beer for me. It's really it would be too heavy for me to really want to reach for it off the pod very often. You know, mm-hmm. this is a anti lawn mowing beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lawn growing beer. Lawn growing beer, uh huh, <laughs> for Earth Day. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoy it. I don't know when I, what the occasion would be for this. This is like, if I was trying to get drunk, as drunk as possible, ordering one IPA. This would be up there, I think. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. So, it's like a 3.75, I think, for me. Um, okay. If you've had, like, maybe like a Dogfish Head 90-minute IPA, this is kind of reminiscent of that, I think. Um what are some other double IPAs out there that are that are of that same hop caliber? <sighs> I don't know, but what is doesn't um, Sierra Nevada have a really big one? The torpedo, maybe. Mm. Is, isn't torpedo like too bitter? Torpedo not sounds a, too yeah, this is, almost. No. Yeah, you're right. This isn't quite. This, but maybe if you blended a torpedo and an IPA, <laughs> <laughs> two other beers, you'd get there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm of expecting. Like, I'm trying to think of a beer that I've had recently that that is that like that's that color with that kind of that kind of bitterness and 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 what you're mm-hmm. describing and I just I mean we don't drink them a lot <laughs> you know on, on yeah just as as a whole we don't drink them a lot and I don't I don't see them as much over here um I'm I'm trying to think but uh, nothing's really coming to mind <laughs> coming to mind I think I'm glad that I got this as a single. If I got a four pack, I think I would finish them in a month. If I got a six pack, they would be like what I'd be drinking on episode 200 when we were going through our like oldest beers in the fridge. (laughs) Like, like I enjoy it, but it can only have so much of this. Um, Yeah, that's fair. But I, I imagine there's going to be a very high check-in count, several thousand. There is, there are 23,473 check-ins. That's so funny that none of us had 
been familiar with this can because like I said it was new to me, but apparently 20 some odd thousand other people have already had it, which is interesting. So I think they're going to like it, but not love it. I think it's going to be under a four because it's just the tastes have moved on from where we are. So I think they're going to be more in line with what the 375 I was thinking. So um, I'm going to say a 3.80. So you're, you are on the right path. But it's a 3.92. Okay. Yeah. I was close. Like I said, my logic was sound. Yeah. I was not a fan of this beer when I had it, according to Untapped. Yeah, in 2018. Well, I like you it... said, you were at the brewery, which is where? Where's Founders? Grand Rapids. Mich- yeah, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So you were drinking a lot of other stuff. I could see how this one kind of got pushed to the to the lower half of the beers you were trying in terms of ratings. Yeah. And I think I was drinking a lot of flights while I was there. Because yeah. It's Founders. You got to try. I think they had like 20 beers on tap, so I was like, I got to try them all, obviously. <laughs> right. It's like Pokemon, but with alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, I miss I miss going to breweries. I don't know. I'm sorry. I know we're we're in the middle we're in the middle of our thing, but I miss it. I miss it. You can, no, you I miss can it go so to breweries. Too. I have two. It's it's a logistical nightmare getting out of the house with two kids. <laughs> <laughs> but we have family visiting uh, in ne- in the next couple weeks, so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping we can make it happen. Anyways, okay, on with the podcast. And like- yeah, no, I will say the last time I went to a brand new to me brewery, uh, I was over my spring break of my my road trip to all those hot springs, and it was mm. in Missoula, so it was like you know hour three of a five hour drive. So like you're not gonna get the full potential of a brewery when you have two more hours in the car right 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 after you visit so i think i had like two of the four ounce pours and they were both very good but it's sad that like that was the only new brewery i've been to in 2022 yeah yeah it's 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 hard it's hard but i miss it i miss it i hope we all can't we can't all be tud you know i know i wish we all wish to be tud someday (laughs) I wish I'm what I people inspire to be. To be. <laughs> I am peak human human perfection. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so um, that being said, do we have another another? What do we got, Todd? Is it a is it a Leafly or is it an Untapped? Um, I don't I don't have any more. <laughs> <laughs> really, we're hyping it up earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was just a joke. You, you, oh. know, you know, jokes. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, then in that case, untapped it is. Yes, I choose untapped. Okay. What um, do you got for us? This week I brought in a different bottle. I was I've been inspired by Chris trying to get rid of his bottle collection that I've I've taken on the much more daunting task of getting rid of my own bottle collection. Um and this week the the guilty beer that I'm gonna drink is Origins of Darkness by Collective Arts and Somebody. C R A K. Crack. Crack. And crack, I guess? Um, so Origins of Darkness is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout brewed with chocolate and pistachio cannoli. Oh my god. Wait, hang on, it, hang on, hang on. Is there such a thing as a chocolate pistachio cannoli, or are those three things? I, I, so there's no comma between pistachio and cannoli. And there's no comma between chocolate and and, but it just says chocolate and pistachio cannoli. Okay, so they're pistachio cannolis and chocolate. Well, that's... Interesting. So, th- so I've wondered... I want a pistachio since cannoli... I've wondered this since I bought it. Is it is it chocolate and pistachio cannoli, or is it chocolate and then a pistachio cannoli? And I, I oh right, crack right in. And I think I 
I have to imagine that it's like they make chocolate cannolis. So probably no, yeah. like they, either they have chocolate chips in them or like the cannoli wafer is dipped in chocolate. So oh right, right, right. But usually the filling isn't. I've never seen a. I've never seen the brown cannoli filling. I've uh, seen that. Um, okay. But what I'm wondering though is that if is this a chocolate like wrapper with like a pistachio flavored ricotta cheese mixture made into a beer made it yes put somehow into a beer without curdling yeah man can we get i don't want the beer i want the cannoli (laughs) (laughs) so i know you said that you were trying to clear out the old dusty beers from the back do you know how about how old this beer is when you got it this is the uh it has a year on it um where the hell did it go 2019 release okay so a newer beer for you then this is yeah i guess it would be relatively new i don't know i mean i don't know when i bought it i'm excited can we see the label the label is like an owl i think it's an owl i thought it was like a raven yeah you're right it's a very odd looking bird it's like perched with one leg in the air with like a claw like yeah it's like it's like it's like the origin of the darkness coming to kill you. I mean, there's some little like red splatters of, of blood from what I assume on there. So hmm. the, the darkness is coming to kill you. And it's not a, not a full bomber, I see. It is not. It is a one point. It's a half liter. Yeah, it's a half liter. It says the origin of darkness project is a collaborative effort with our brewing friends from around the globe. The mission to infuse terror into premium barrel-aged brews by including ingredients that are representative of each brewer's homeland. So, so I don't know where the hell pistachios come from. The the land of pistachios, I guess. Yeah, the the land of chocolate pistachio cannolis. Because uh, Collective Arts is from Canada, so right, right. They're not known for cannolis. I, I like them. They're uh, most beers I've had from them are really good. I don't know about cannolis. Same. Are you not a cannoli guy, Chris? Um, they're not my go-to, but I actually enjoy them more than you would expect, I think. Yeah. It's funny because, and I think I might have said this before in the podcast, um, I might have been off the podcast just talking to you guys, but cannolis, you know, they're like very much an Italian-American thing. And I think us growing up near Boston and New York, like there's a lot of, Rhode Island, there's like a lot of Italian-Americans like out here, out West, there's like people don't really know what cannolis are as much, and I haven't been able to find like a good cannoli, which is sad. So that's why I want the cannoli more than the beer. <laughs> well, Obert, next time you're visiting Connecticut and you come to my house, I do live right around the corner from a fantastic Italian bakery that they make their own cannolis on order. Oh, so if you that's walk in and say, incredible. I want a cannoli, you got to wait 15 minutes because I had to go press the cannoli thing, they got to wrap it, inject it. Wow. Take the Oli out of the can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy because, yeah, it is something that I go out of my way to get when I'm back home. It's like really good pastries, like mm. good donuts, good cannolis, unrelated but good lobster rolls. Like these are things <laughs> that, I, that I can't get out west. It, it's it, we talk about we were talking about this today um chinese food is one thing that we don't get down here like it's just like it, i'm sorry if you live in the south you don't understand but like you go home we, oh man we were talking about there's, today there's got to be food in like your areas though that like that's like the equivalence you know what i mean like there's got to be something that like sure. Mon- montanans are like oh my god i gotta have this or south carolinians are like oh well i mean yeah we have barbecue we got barbecue down. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that like your go-to, like, like fast food pickup? Like, coming home, get some Chinese food. Going home, get some barbecue? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of is. It's like we don't get it very often, but when we do, it's 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 special, right? Like it's like uh, there's a place uh, right. It's near my work, but freaking phenomenal barbecue. It's amazing. We love it, but every time we go, it's a little expensive. <laughs> then bird ends though. Goodness, so good. Can't so beat them. No, oh, so good. Oh man. So, Obert, what is the Montanan? What's the Montanan like thing? I don't know if, because like we're kind of isolated here that there's like a few good restaurants that I like going to and getting their stuff, but I don't know if there's like a whole thing, you know, like I don't know if there's, I can narrow it down to just like one category of food that's really good. But like, I, I think it's one of the things that more you notice what's, what's lacking with what you grew up with. You know, like if I'm sure if I moved away, I'd be like, oh man, I really miss being able to get X, Y, Z whenever I wanted you know, mm. so I don't know. No, I don't have a good answer for you, Todd. Uh, unfortunately. Well, I tried. Yeah, I so, tried. Mo- you know what? Well, this is this is for one of my co-hosts, for Chris. I tried making my own green onion meatball pizza the other day. Oh <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, came out all right, but those green onion meatballs. Uh, I don't know how they. I don't know what they do. They're they're just the incredible. best. They're they're literally yeah. the best. Like uh, yeah. that was uh, when we went up in October. Um, that was one place I went there uh, by myself. I was, I don't remember where I was, but I just stopped for lunch and had a, a, a meatball grinder. I was like, you, you can't beat it. They're the best. They're the best. Yeah. Oh man. Food back home. It's pretty good. Nothing now, like it. Now you're right. making me want to go get a meatball grinder from Green Onion. And I can do it. <laughs> I can do it whenever I want, essentially. Well, we can, we'll pa- pause the podcast. You walk over there, uh, put your order in, and then we'll come back out with the handles and, and get it. Cannoli. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So so good. But All right. So jumping back to the beer. Oh, yeah. There was a beer. <laughs> there was a beer. <laughs> On the nose, I get a lot of... Uh, of bourbon, like like a barrel-aged bourbon beer. Um, I don't really smell any cannolis or pistachios or chocolate. Um, it just smells like a normal bourbon barrel-aged beer. The head has still kind of stuck around. It was a little bit more thick before we got on a, a tangent on foods. Classic food from back home. I will say, though, that if you had all those ingredients like on their own on your table, you would definitely smell the bourbon more than any of the rest of them. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. It's not... Super surprising, but we'll see. Maybe you get some more on the the tongue tastes. Let's 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 check it out. Oh, there's like a little like universe forming inside my beer, like it's like spinning, so it's creating like a galaxy. Cool. The euphoria. Hashtag high. It's the heart of darkness. I like it. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So. It definitely tastes like a bourbon barrel-aged stout. Um, you get some nice oaky flavor, a little bit of burn from that bourbon, a little bit of vanilla. I can't tell if that's from the, the cannoli or from the, the bourbon. Maybe both. A little both, yeah. But other than that, I don't get, you know, I don't get any, like, like super, like, deep, ultra-rich char- chocolate flavors. You know, maybe some some slight, like, dark, really, really dark chocolate, but or, like, cacao-type flavor. I don't get any like like milk chocolate. Nothing like sweet and and chocolatey. There, it's it's not a. There's no. There's almost no sweetness to this beer. So it's more like you taste roasted malt, but not like a nice fudgy pastry stout. Right. Mm. Right. And I think a lot of people would expect this to be a pastry stoutish type beer because chocolate pistachio cannoli. Right. 
It's got pastry right in the name. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really not. It's very dry. It's it's almost like the pistachio. It's almost like it was a, a pistachio stout with maybe a little bit of vanilla. Um, because it's very you know like when you get other types of like almonds or that's probably the most other common nut that's in a beer, right? I mean, peanuts. peanut butter, peanuts, peanuts. Yeah. yeah, peanut butter, yeah. So you know that's it's very dry like those. It's n- there's nothing really pillowy i guess it's kind of the it's a little it's a little bit more like harsher it's definitely a little bit more like a heart of darkness um where it's just kind of kind of kicking your ass mm-hmm. it's fair how um what's the temperature um i took it out when we started recording so it's been out you know the entire duration of this podcast plus maybe a couple minutes so it's getting there in terms of warmth yeah it's 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 perfect temperature um i just poured the bottom of the the bottle in my glass i just want to see if Maybe that oh, changes yeah, maybe the flavor a little bit. Yeah, that could be it too. There could be more residue at the bottom. Right. Maybe a little bit, but not... Oh, there's a little bit of sweet there now. Something that wasn't there before, but not overly. It doesn't really change the, the beer profile. It's good. It's a very good pistachio stout. Pistachio bourbon barrel aged stout. But it's not... I'm missing the cannoli and I'm missing the, the chocolate. I think I got something chunky in my mouth in the beer. There's the cannoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a lone pistachio. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Now, Ted, do you think some of the flavors could have diminished over the last couple of years? In I aging, mean, maybe, it, maybe, but it was it was bourbon barrel aged before, so mm, is it really going to lose much? Maybe it's possible. It's possible, maybe. So potentially, I you know what? We'll never know because I'll, I'll I'll never get the ability to go back in time and try it. It's true, but maybe Untapped will say. So I'll give it a I'll give it a four. Okay, I think it's a solid drinking beer. Um, it's very good. I just wish there was a little bit more chocolate and cannoli. I know. It sounded like you were disappointed, but you're saying it's still a good beer. It's just not it's a, what you expected. Yeah, and think about the beers I've brought on for the past you know, two weeks or three weeks. Yeah, just complete, complete bottom feeders. You know, basically yeah, yeah. piss in a can. <laughs> yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, and so this one's just a letdown, but it's still a good bourbon barrel-aged stout. Still a solid beer. Got you, got yeah. you. Um, so say... There were 6,428 other people who have had this beer. What do you think they would rate it? I think they're going to be right around me. Maybe a little bit higher. Maybe they maybe they didn't have such high expectations of drinking Fox Farm and, and Barrel Souls. <laughs> yeah, and they've Bar- been ruined by good beer. <laughs> Barclay Brewing Company. Um, uh, I'm going to go with like a 4.07. Ooh, it is wide open for me right now, guys. Really? Uh, yeah, it's higher than that by a bit. 4.23. 4.23. That's... Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's... that's. I mean, I didn't want to lead you on with questions, but that's why I was asking a little bit of, do you think it diminished? Because it's a pretty pretty high People rating. People seem to like it. Listen, like I said, it's a, it's a good... It's a good drink and step. I just... It may, and maybe it did diminish because there is... It's it's good. It's just not it's not great. Um, I also saw an untapped that, that crack. That crack is a brewery out of Italy. So oh, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. It doesn't clarify whether it's chocolate chocolate pistachio cannoli where the comma belongs in that sentence. So that's all I'll say. It just doesn't. Uh, it's not not clear. And I think <laughs> that it, having now had it, I, there's no way that it is a chocolate pistachio cannoli. Like one word. It's it's got to be three different. It's got to be two different things because. Oh yeah, actually, the the title of the beer is with chocolate ampersand pistachio cannoli. Yeah. So. 
That's so you're right on the money there, Todd. Uh, I did have a couple friends that that tagged it in, but the only person that I've had uh, one said delicious, wowzer, uh, nothing. Um, but I did have one that said uh, loads of chocolate, more boozy tasting than the 13.5 blueberry stout. So I mean, assuming they had it in a flight, it looks like a flight board. So um, uh, they got chocolate, but and like I again, said, there that, is that, like was, that, that was two years ago. So there is that very much that cacao flavor. But it blends okay. in very nicely with the with the the pistachio nut dryness. Like it's right. It's there. It's I don't get anything else. That's and I can see that the, you taste the booze. I mean, you you know, my chest is a little warm. Got you. Got you. Cool. I can't believe I'm that much off. Yeah. Well, blame it on the weed. Blame it on the <laughs> weed. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. Was your judgment hampered? I think I'm still bothered by Obert's story last week. <laughs> Maybe you just didn't high five enough people today. You know, I I that's also true. True. I've only seen myself. I mean, how many people do you high five? And that's just called clapping. <laughs> it is just clapping. It is just clapping. And as, I did I that. Mean, I did do that already today, twice. As as a father of of two young kids, I high five people all the time. Like <laughs> it's one of their favorite things. In to Chris's do. world, every day is National High Five Day. Every day is National High because even Lukey, he goes, he goes like this, and then he goes like this because he knows we do high fives and then we do knuckles. Like. <laughs> It's just what we do. Um, it's always the third Thursday in April in Chris's household. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Live every day like it's National High Five Day. Oh, man. Well, my glass is finally empty from the pregame beer, so I'm excited to fill it back up. Um, and I actually have a, a special beer. I think it's special. You know, Tud was talking about uh, his chest getting warm. I expect the same thing from this. Um, this is called Gimme Swelter. Great name. Um it's a so so a, ma, a mango habanero Florida Weiss, I assume. Okay. Uh, F L Weiss, I assume. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and this so is the, from. To be clear, the pregame you bring a West Coast Pilsner. Yep. And on the main show you bring a Florida Weiss. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I assume they they didn't want to give Berlin their their due here. They're done paying <laughs> Berlin rent. They're done. <laughs> Take it over. um but i saw this um at ultimate ales one of my new favorite places and um it's actually from a brewery that i've been to um so about five years ago myself and uh dana went down to florida um she was pregnant with cj so it was a fun vacation for me uh and we ended up going uh to arcane ale works um and they were notably they had one of the standout beers um, from the entire trip, and trust me, there were many a beers had, but they had one of the standout beers. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a grapefruit sour. It was a grapefruit session, like it was like a, almost, almost like a Rattler. Very low ABV, but goodness, it was delicious. It was so well done. So I saw these guys. I'd not seen them before. Saw them at, at, at Ultimate Ales, and I was like, good. I have to. I have to have this. I must. I must have these um, because this uh, that memorable beer from back in the day. Um, and it was a cool place. I mean, they had a bunch of beer on tap. Um, you know, big, big open space. So here we go. We got the Gimme Swelter. Again, great. Uh, the can art's pretty cool. It's also an owl. That's weird. Um, very owl-centric. I know. Uh, podcast. <laughs> and Mango Habanero, Florida Weiss. First of its kind, probably. <laughs> but let's see. That, so. How do you feel about habaneros in general? See, I'm not. I have. I have recently becoming part of the spice family. Um, 
but I've, I'm I'm expecting to struggle with this beer a little bit. Not going to lie to you guys. So um, I can confirm that, Chris, you've had this beer before. I have. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. Really? Damn it. I spent so much money on this beer. <laughs> well, there's zero, there's zero chance I remember this. But, but now we can see one... how, how future Chris stacks up with past Chris. Right? Oh my goodness! Apparently, I, cannot, cur- I mean, current me Chris wrong. just stays in 2019. It was a, it was a, it was a long day of drinking. Um, <laughs> wait, is that when I had it? 2019? You had it in 2017. Oh, okay, okay, okay. At right. a, I was like, not only did you have it at the, you didn't have it at the brewery. You had it at a bar. Really? So I must have hops 2.0, and then he blacked I, out. I don't remember any of that. Okay. Mrs. Beardad slash Dana, if you're watching to this recording with your ears, <laughs> I was getting there. Listen, my, my worlds are splicing, okay? Um, do you remember us going to a bar and having more arcane? Because, like, I don't. I don't remember. Um, or was this back? Remember Untapped a long time ago? You couldn't check into, like, all breweries? Like, like maybe it was, like, nearby? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Um, anyways, so I guess, well, welcome back. Um, your dream was your ticket out, but, um, here it is. Now that I think about it, I can't imagine Chris seeing a beer called Gimme Swelter and not buying it. I mean, it is a great name. (laughs) It really is. It is. It fits in with what Chris would order. He'd order it for that reason. It could be the worst beer in the world. He'd be like, no, I Uh want it. Yeah. Good, well, good and, and it's a mango habanero beer, and and it's gimme swelter. Come on now, it's perfect, perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's great. Um, so, anyways, let's travel back in time. I guess. Um, I mean, on the nose, I can tell you, I get some of that mango. It's it doesn't smell hot. It smells sweet. So, let's see. Let's see how it how it all balances out. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. Unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. How mellow does "Give Me Swelter" make Chris? A black triangle mellow, maybe. <laughs> Let me take my. I got four point seven out of five on the mellow scale. <laughs> Is the mellow scale still a five point scale? Let's ask Leafly. Or would it be zero to one? I could be at the binary mellow scale. Yeah, it's it's mellow, not mellow. By the way, I like how Instagram now I can do both accounts at once. It's spectacular. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't remember what past Chris thought of this beer, but present Chris enjoys it a lot. Um, I was worried it was going to be hot, but it is. It is. It's. It's got some. It's got some Pringle to it, some tingle to it, like my tongue. Uh, feels the hotness um but it's not like not turning red it's not any any of those kind of things so it's 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 just a, just a tiny itty bitty it's not i don't even know if it, i don't even know if heat is the right word but it's just got that like kind of like little 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 bite tiny little bite um you do get very strong mango um it's uh like mango all the way through um just kind of over overlaying the hot some of some of that tiny itty bitty it would be the heat. Um, now, the one thing I will say as a detriment, I'm giving myself another taste. So, I actually bought another beer from them and uh, drank it yesterday. And both beers, I'm noticing, they're almost like... The one yesterday was sweet, very sweet. Um, this one I'm noticing is also sweet, but it's like that... 
it's almost like syrupy sweet you know what i mean um the one yesterday was worse than today's uh by 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 a bit but um i'm getting like some of that syrupiness to it um is but, it their water like you know how breweries all breweries kind of have like or some yeah. breweries have like those like those, like those tastes like treehouse it has right, a taste yeah. Like, like the beard, beer finishes beard it away. A, yeah, beard has a taste. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it is their taste. I, I don't remember enough of five years ago. And um, you know, I've had two beers in two days, and they've both been kind semi the same consistency. So maybe, maybe that's just how they, how they, how they come off the tongue. But, um, but other than that, I mean, it act, they work really well together. If anything, I would say, okay, a little less of the syrupy. Like I don't know if it's. I like to think it's actual Florida mangoes versus like a synthetic mango something, you know. But if anything, I would say almost give me a little bit more of that heat, you know. Give me a little bit more. Um, wow. To, yeah, I know. Not like what I, I was said, expecting I, from Chris. Yeah. I, I, I've I've been I've been uh, 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 branching into like you know give me some jalapenos on that grinder, you know. And I know that's like the beginners. That's like the gateway spice. But like still, like you know, I've been I've been edging myself closer to that. So. Um, I would say maybe turn it up just a, just a smidge, but it, it it's a good beer. It's a good beer. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the percentage is. It does it. It finishes um, with just a nice, almost like a nice little pucker on the on the back end. I don't think I don't think it's heavy. I think it's pretty light. But it weighs in at a hefty three point four percent. Okay, so it is. It's a light one. Okay. Um, I like it. I think it's good. Um, like I said, those few tweaks. It's it's uh yeah I I could tell it was it was light from the beginning but seems that they do those kind of things and you know if you're in Florida like that's like perfect you know give me something citrus give me something with some citrus low low ABVs I can drink it out in the hot well inside in the air conditioning probably you know that kind of thing um I got another this is another tweener for me I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go the same route I think I'm gonna give it a four I'm gonna give it a four so um. I don't know what past Chris thought of it, but uh, we'll find out here soon. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. Maybe four. I think it's good. Um, make a couple of those tweaks I mentioned. I know you're listening, Arcane. Make those few tweaks, and uh, it'll probably be four two five pretty pretty easily. Um, so, how many check-ins does it have? All right. So there are two thousand nine hundred and sixty-eight other check-ins on this beer. Okay. All right. Did so you, did you factor out Chris's? I did not. <laughs> you have to do. You have to do the math. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I. I. I don't have much of a read on Arcane. I just gotta get close. I gotta get close. Um. I don't think it's gonna be above four. Like I'd be surprised if it's above four. I mean, it's good, but it's like. But then again, Florida beer drinkers, and there's only twenty nine hundred check ins. I don't think it's gonna be above four. I, don't think I have to get close. I just have to get close. This is a hard one. This is a tough one. I'm gonna say three. Point eight seven, worst of the night. Actually, damn it! <laughs> damn it! Four point one nine. Really? I was just what? Yeah, no I was sitting way. there going. I was sitting there going. Hang on, let him go. He he might end up being the worst. In honor really? of uh, National High Five Day, Eve Eve four nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah really Holy. and one of those check-ins is a 4.50 and the description is so good with three o's yeah, and that's, that's by uh yeah by you. <laughs> well apparently i have evolved <laughs> i mean it 
it's good, but I don't know. Maybe that year was better. That year's better. Five years ago, that was that was that was key. Damn. And okay. I see that at the brewery is where I see the check-in. I'm looking back on myself in shame right now. Like, Hot is- over it's summer. Here we come. Damn it. We were talking about it on the pregame a little bit, but that's that that trip to Florida has one of my other favorite beer memories on it. And uh so <laughs> we went to Florida um for actually Dana's uh, companies down there. It was like a company thing, blah, blah, blah. But we spent a day just driving around doing breweries. Uh, Dana was pregnant with CJ. And um, <laughs> there was a brewery. It was a small brewery. I don't even remember the name of it. Um, but uh, so we go and we sit down at the bar. And like I'd already been to a few places at once uh, at, 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 during the day. And uh, Dana's like, I got to use the restrooms. She goes to use the restroom. So I'm talking to the bartender. I'm like, how many beers do you have? He goes, so we have 10. And I was like, okay. I was like, how, do you do flights? He's like, yeah. He's like, you could do the big one or the, sm- the small one or the big one. And I was like, well, what's the difference? He's like, well, the small one is five beers and the big one is all 10 beers. And I was like, no, mind you, my wife is pregnant and not drinking. And I was like, I'll do the big one. I'll yeah, do the big why one. Not? Why not? So uh, he, no lie, brings out like a, a yardstick long freaking holder and has all these little all these uh four or five ounce glasses lined up 10 of them dana comes out of the bathroom she's like what happened (laughs) i was like i I left you for two seconds (laughs) oh man i'll remember that forever it was great now you're getting swelter all over this yardstick (laughs) oh man that was a fun place guy was really cool probably not i hate to be that guy probably not there anymore it's pretty small but or it is i don't know either way fun times all right so speaking of breweries that are gonna be around for a long time on the on the on the other side of the coin i see what you did there boom boom (laughs) um so dana actually sent me this list um from mashed.com it is the 35 best breweries on the east coast and since we are three east coast boys boys at heart and two-thirds of our podcast is an east coast podcast that is also true i I guess i still am that yes um i'm not near the coast i'm like four hours away but still you live in a state that borders the coast on the coast correct uh i guess that is true um yeah weirdos not being near oceans and stuff um so I thought we would go through and like talk about a few of these. Um, we'll go through the list and see if we agree, if we don't agree. Um, now, mind you, these are the 35 best breweries on the East Coast, and they do do a pretty good job getting. I think they tried to like get get some from like each state, you know, on the East Coast. So when you hear about some from like Atlanta or whatever, don't don't be too upset. You know, they tried. <laughs> well, they tried to diversify across like. Like, they couldn't yeah. just be like, here, Massachusetts and Maine have all of them. Suck it, the rest of, <laughs> con- rest of coastline. So maybe you're just biased because you live close to Massachusetts and Maine. Ooh, maybe. I mean, you True. are. Maybe now, this but, podcast but here's, does have a very heavy New England bias. But like. Here's the thing. I've, I've had a lot of breweries on the East Coast, though. and That's true. Like, from, from Maine all the way down to Florida. I have think I've had a beer in every state on the East Coast except South Carolina. North Carolina. Oh. Um. Okay, that's some. You know what? So talk about East Coast beer experts. <laughs> you've really got what? it dialed in. So you if had any South Carolina? No, you've had um. What is it? The Mexicans cake. The them. them. I said. I said any beer. I said I've had a beer in every state except for South Carolina. Like, physically, like physi- in every, physically, physically okay. in every oh, state. Oh, I had, thought you meant from the state on the podcast. Oh, no. And I've, I think yeah. I've had a, a beer from every state 
on there and you know i know this is this is gonna be controversial because the worst state for beer is atlanta is georgia i don't, I don't know if think that's controversial is the wrong word yeah. i think some people would disagree and say rhode island's pretty terrible too but no there's some there's some hidden gems in rhode island. i'm sure there's some in in georgia too that we don't know about but. yeah i mean sweetwater brewery was the best one i've been to in georgia but it's very middle well, middle of the road i don't know if we'll get to georgia today but um we'll we'll just start at the top by the way mash if you're listening i wish you put them in like north to south order but anyways yeah so what's so there's no this isn't like number one number 35 it's just 35 of the best yeah 35 of the best yeah okay it actually is the 35 best but it doesn't say which one's number one so it's a little convoluted there participation trophy yeah 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 yeah. you're you're in the mix you know First one, I think we can all, I think, kind of just give 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 nods to, and that's dogfish. I mean, dogfish is dogfish. It doesn't exist anymore. No, it technically does. <laughs> Delaware Sam represent. Adams, it's not Sam Adams. It's Dogfish Head. It's still the same. It's still Dogfish Head. It's just owned by Sam Adams. Right. Well, it's actually owned by Boss Beer Company. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you have to say much about that. You can if you want. Worthy worthy addition to the list. We've already right. talked about them once tonight with their ninety minute IPA. See. So See, to, it's a standard think, that we go for. I have something to add to this. I think if we all agree, we just say I and we move on. Oh, uh, that's a good. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's a good idea. Okay. It's good. <laughs> all right. Flying Dog Brewery from Frederick, Maryland. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm actually like a little, I'm, I'm a little, Um. I mean, they're not bad, Um. but. Are they though? They're Are not they good? bad. They're, they're not bad. <laughs> okay. Are they the but top thirty five? No. Are they are they the top thirty five? No, they're not. Yeah. Now, and I'm trying to like I'm trying to like give them, but like even even um, and I think uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to ruin it, but I think there's other breweries in Maryland that are better. So I think that's Agreed. even if you're trying to do like one or two per state or whatever, like right. I think there's other ones in Maryland that are better. Um, Flying dog, we can be bought. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, Willing to try your beer further. Right. Uh, so this is another Maryland brewery that I've not had. It's called Sapwood Cellars out of Maryland. And um, just by the picture that they have here, it does look extremely good. I mean, the beer that they have there is a, a big, a, a bright orange boy um, called New Roommates. It looks like it would be good. Can't really speak on behalf of it, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I wish I could contribute more to that one. But yeah, if our I listeners yeah. have tried Sapwood, I'd love to hear about it in the Discord. Or yeah. Or our mailbag is getting pretty dusty. Right? We haven't had mail. We haven't had mailbags in a while. Yeah. If you yeah. guys have had we some miss, of these beers. We, the nice thing about the Discord is people can just chime in on the episodes, but I miss when people uh, wrote in. So don't forget, send us an email. Alternatively, yeah. our like the you know, uh, delivery boxes are empty as well and in need of like beer deliveries. So if anybody has access <laughs> to Sapwood, uh, I would. Right I would. I would, I would, I would drink it. I'd drink it. It looks good. I want to be there right now. That's 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 what that picture's telling me. It says Chris uh, wants to be in a merry land. I want to be in a merry land. All right, Brewery Omegong. Yeah, she, yeah, thirty-five. Top I think, thirty-five on the East Coast. I think I don't. <sighs> I think some of this list, if it's like something I would put in the top hundred, I would say yeah, someone could think that's top thirty-five. And this is definitely a top that's 100 true. brewery. I guess that's true. But if it's if it's the top two from every state... And and that's is, not what they said. That's just... I was just... Yeah, yeah no, I'm just throwing it out there hypothetically. I mean, it's... I can think of 10 New York breweries right now. Right. Without even trying that, that blow this brewery out of the water. 
I have a feeling there was some notoriety taken into account as far as this list was as well. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Like dogfish. I mean, these head. guys are the ga- these are guys are the Game of Thrones beer. They're the Game of Thrones beer. I mean, I like their neon rainbows. Or, uh, yeah, those are good pretty beer. good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one, I think two thirds of the podcast will will be okay with, and this is Harpoon out of Boston, Mass. No. I yes. All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> no, I, Chris and I have very fond memories of our we do. visits we do. to the tap rooms there. And I, I, uh, I, I, I still to this day, I'm like, I was talking about the other day, I was talking about Harpoon IPAs and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? First IPA I ever had. Fell in love with it. For that, it'll always hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. And the and if you go, well, granted, we were in the Vermont tap room, but um, um, the, the, the brewery tour there is top notch. Um, but it's, they do make good beer. I enjoy them. Allagash Brewing Company, Portland, Maine. I. Yay. Yay. I. Or yay. Whatever. Top 100. Sure. Sure. It's there. <laughs> we all know what Again, they are. these are like, are these like the top 35 by like sales numbers? Because it seems like that might be the list except for the, well, the sap, the sap would one, maybe not. But they all seem like these are just like very popular breweries. Yeah, I mean they're. Um, it doesn't necessarily say anything about. It doesn't say anything about sales numbers or anything. But it just so happens that they are um, very high, uh, top notch, and award winning beer. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really give like a. I think it was just Taylor Markarian. <laughs> yeah, decided, <laughs> decided what these were. Um, the next one, I think we have no no qualms with the Alchemist Stowe, Vermont. I uh, yeah, for sure. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, okay, here's Victory Brewing, Downington, Pennsylvania. I've been there. Uh, Victory's pretty good. It's not it bad. is. It, it was a really cool tap room. I have no okay. issue with it. Top hundred, sure. <laughs> Top hundred. Yeah, I, I think this might be by. It has to be by sales. Ah, maybe. Uh, Maine Beer Company, of course. I I. What? That's not. I can't, I'm confusing them with shipyard. What do they make? Main lunch, oh, lunch and dinner. all that. Lunch, yeah, right dinner. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They they des- they. I would put them on number thirty five. Probably top yeah. thirty. Oh yeah. For me. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they're so good. Uh, other half brewing company. I. I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hill Farmstead Brewery. I. I. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing brewery. It proves that this list has some clue. I know. <laughs> like, I, uh, they're not doing bad. They're not doing too bad. A victory, uh, what was it? Flying Dog was the one that was like, eh, maybe. Yeah. I, uh, Harpoon. You know, I feel like a lot like this was when Tud made the list of like the Connecticut Brewery Day Trip list. <laughs> That's how I feel about this list. Like a lot of these, they claim to be top 35, are breweries that make beer that I've had. <laughs> but right, right, right. I could think of 35 better East Coast beers than half of these. I, don't I know. wouldn't have left Connecticut yet. <laughs> you would have hit 35 already. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no. I mean, like, so, like, what are we on beer? Like, brewery, like, number, like, eight? I don't know. I, I could have made a list without leaving the state of Connecticut yet. So mm-hmm. far in this list. Of better breweries than what you're seeing. Correct. Chris, Todd says, fuck the Like, alchemists. at some point. I know at some point. No, at some point in time, I would have to leave Connecticut, and then I could go. Like, I would add the Alchemist in and Hill Farmstead in later. But like, I could have done this list so far in Connecticut, if that makes sense. Sort of. What's next? All right. So next we have Fiden's Brewing Company out of Albany, New York. This Never is a. Of- this is one that's been catching on recently. This is like oh, a real okay. like that. That's like a real like brewery. Like that's like one like like that. It's like underground where like nobody knows what it is. 
But oh really? It's like catching on like wildfire. Yeah, I've heard it's like big in like the trading groups in Connecticut in the Northeast now. People are trading literally anything they can get for fight-ins. And people really? do like fight-ins. People Kiwi. do fight-ins runs. New Chad, you gotta you gotta hit us up. Yeah, I think I'm close. Yeah. over. I just like this. You know, I think I'm closer to Albany than she is. All right, some Tud, just oh, any yeah. Tud. Eddie Tud, get us, get us this stuff. That is a, I like, I, like from what I've seen, like they have like, like real, like old school treehouse vibes, or like you can only if you go there, you get what you get. Oh God! Like, like way back that. in the day type thing. Yeah, I'm too old for that now. <laughs> I mean, the beer that's in the picture looks delicious. So, um, I mean, hey, that's cool. I, I, I hope to maybe have them one day. Fidens, if you're listening, I sure you are. Um, please. Uh, send us beer um next one we got jay wakefield brewing out of miami florida this is one i heard of them i've, I've heard it. of them i don't remember it yeah that's when i'm like yeah i don't know i feel like it's just there i mean the the pretzel looks good in the picture but uh but yeah uh feature a number of their handcrafted sour ales i've definitely i feel like i've had something by them but i can't remember what to be honest i, I thought they were out of wakefield rhode island when i first heard of them <laughs> that would make sense it would make like a lot that. of sense yeah. alright next one Trillium easy uh, yeah. yeah I would say they're top 10 on the east coast yes correct oh yeah oh yeah top 5 uh, can we all agree on that no I could do top okay. 10 alright I'm on uh, like I think maybe 5 to 7 I think. yeah yeah I feel good <laughs> with the number 7 but I don't have 6 uh, above it Tud does without leaving Connecticut <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, no. I can, I have to leave it to Connecticut, but like, like Richmond, Virginia has some bang. Like the Vale is from Rich, Richmond. Like, there's some bangers. Burial, yeah. oh, Bur- <laughs> Burial is very good. Like, it's true. Tree, yeah. Treehouse. That you know, I'm already at three without even thinking about. Now it. you okay? Well, hold on. Give me one brewery, and then we'll talk about what you just said. Uh, Hudson Valley Brewery in Beacon, New York. Never heard of them. Todd. So. uh I think they're brewed by Treehouse, like one of like Treehouse's like subbrewery, something like that. Some sub brewer left and started Hudson Valley. Okay, okay. And they've they've been blowing up too. That's one that I've always wanted to go to. Okay, so it seems like it has some claim to potentially be on the list as like Correct. maybe an up and comer. All right, now we're gonna get into what we were just talking about: Treehouse Brewing Company, Charlton, Mass. They count, obviously. Yeah. I. Now, Tud, you said you said Treehouse was better than Trillium, but I'm pretty sure Tud has gone on record saying that Trillium is better than Treehouse. So I said tr- Trillium is a better brewery to visit than Treehouse. Correct. It's. I said I'd much rather go to Trillium. It's significantly easier to go in and out, get your beer, and go home. Because but you the, be- the grocery store is easier to go true. and get your beer and go get your beer and go mm. home. You're right. You're right. So big wise better than <laughs> Treehouse. Truly, Treehouse confirmed. <laughs> um well so you you think the beer at treehouse is better yes yeah i yeah i think they're yes craft handler historian of the pod we need we need somebody to go back <laughs> comb the archives and figure out what tud said it, with regards it used to... to be it used to be such a pain in the ass to go to treehouse to get beer now it kind of still is because you still somehow have to wait in a line but it makes the beer it's... taste better waiting in line <laughs> but it is like if i was going to true like you know I, I could go to either or like i could take or leave either one same thing with other half like i could just do that or you know I'd go to fox farm like you know it's it's half dozen one or the other whatever one whatever you want to do yeah i'm 
I, I have a lot of thoughts about this list. I feel like we should try and make our own list. Ooh, and that's a good idea. We need to finish. I think we need to come back and finish the rest of this list. Okay. And yeah. we got to then say, what would our list be and what wouldn't make the list? And I think we could easily come up with 35 better breweries than half of what was been mentioned on this list on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think so, too. I think that's uh, I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think I'm even going to say this. I'm going to start a channel on our Discord where we're going to talk about it. We're going to compile the list with input from our listeners. Yes. I want to see our listeners write in. And uh, if you don't have Discord, you could email too. But I'd like to see the collaborative conversation in Discord. You know, let's. we're going to come back to this next week. We'll finish up this list. But then we got to come up with the true, definitive, best 35 breweries on the East Coast official, official list. And we'll rank them. Yeah, we won't be afraid to rank them. <laughs> we won't be afraid to put a one next to a name. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. I'm, yeah, this will yeah. be fun. I'm excited. Okay, cool. All right, so with that, um, gentlemen. Over. Um, it's time for our three, three handles on a frosty mug of wisdom. Uh, we dispense advice. Did you smoke the weed or did I? No, I'm just waiting for a certain sound. <laughs> A certain goose sound. No, not that one. <laughs> I thought I thought you guys were gonna get into it after how much fun you had honking that last time. That's true. Oh, we did. We did have a honk. good time honking. Honk. 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 Okay. Honk, okay. Honk, honk. You guys honk. clearly are honk. honk. <laughs> I think you need practice honking on this or something. <laughs> you got to keep wetting more. I think number fourteen for me. Honk, 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 honk. Yeah. Thank hey. you, founders. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> I let myself down there. But speaking of Jordan, Jordan, take it away. Why don't you uh, hit us with our, our theme song? Go for it. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! All right. Again, as always, wreck my podcast. Check him out there. Jordan, great friend of the pod. Um, but now it is I, manliest of people, uh to to dispense the mug as i see fit and i think why don't we start off this week with tud sure so i have a movie um for everybody this week so we were going through netflix and just kind of watching movies this past weekend and we had watched the green mile and that was that was good and i was looking around and i was like all right what else can i watch um and i saw i saw a movie on there called the power of the dog which was Netflix's first ever as this past year Netflix's first ever Oscar nominated movie um it for stars Benedict for best picture um it starred Benedict Cumberbatch and uh Kirsten Dunst who's MJ from Spider-Man for for Chris thank you and uh it's based on a book that came out forever and a half ago and it's it's actually pretty good I can't give anything away but it's set in like like early 1900s Montana and it's about these two brothers who, um, they're called, 
what's their last name? Uh, Burbank. Phil and George Burbank. And the, George is played by some guy who looks like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, but younger and not dead. And it was it was a pretty good movie. I recommend checking it out. It's It runs about two hours long. It was nominated for Best, best Picture. Uh, it makes I you think, think a little bit. he was the guy who played Todd in Breaking Bad. I don't remember who Todd is. Uh, it was like the last season. He was like the one who had Jesse... Like trapped in the cage. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, is that was that him? That could have been. Him. It might have been. I could see. I that. don't know. Um, I got thirty minutes of this movie and turned it off. I think we have a I real contender you... for okayest movie twenty twenty two. I th- over. Oh, right. I, I think you have to push through the thirty minutes. The uh, you have to get to they they go by acts, so it's kind of set up as an homage to old westerns. So one, two, three, four, five, and I think it ends at five. You need to get through, and I know this sounds weird, and I'm about to say this because there's only five acts. You need to get through Act Four, but it, it's it happens it happens fast. Like you go from three to four pretty quickly. Okay. It's it's I recommend no, the, finish the first eighty percent of the movie. You're gonna hate. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> I recommend going to watch it again. I think you I think you will like it. I think it's one of those movies that gets better with each time you watch it as well, because you pick up on more things, but I could be wrong too. It took me a little bit after I finished watching it to figure out what exactly the hell just happened. Yeah, it's not a very, um, they don't spell it all out for you. No. You kind of have to pick up the pieces yourself and put it together and, I don't know. Have you you read the book? There's a lot of handles that both of you recommend, and I'm like, yes, I 100% am going to do that, buy that thing, watch this movie, read this book, I'm on board, and then I don't do it. This is one I don't think I'm even going to commit to. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the best part. This is going to be one of those ones that that you'll probably end up doing, because you'll just be sitting there, you'll turn on Netflix one day, and you're going to be like, you know what? It's going to pop up in your, you know, finish watching section, and you're going to be like, I'm going to do it, and you're going to click it, and that's it. The only reason you're going to do it is because it's minimal effort. I don't know. I think I'm very good at quitting, staying quit on things that I tried to quit, like movies. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe someday. I think it'd be more likely to go back and try The Green Mile, like uh, your first movie that you were talking about. But. Well, you can't you can't do a classic like that. Well, you I mean, just were I like, Chris oh, I watched The Green Mile and it was okay, and then I turned on this movie. That I really no, enjoyed. Green Miles, the Green Mile is great, but I can't use that as my handle. Like it could be a handle for Chris, but he's the only person on the planet Earth who it's a handle for. I got a handle for you guys, Thomas Hanks. Have you heard of this guy? <laughs> heard of this guy? Apparently, he's, he's an actor. Watch this movie he was in. Cast, cast something. Incredible. Forest, forest, somebody. Thing. <laughs> uh, okay, Chris, what do you got for us this week? All right, so. I, I have I have two things. Both of them I don't think you would like, but um, I'm gonna go a strong start. I know, but you know it's what we it's what we expect. Um, so I'm I, I recently purchased something a complete need, if I must say so myself. Um, so it's Pokemon. Yes. No, it's actually not Pokemon. But have you ever have you ever thought, man, I don't not have enough time to uh, use my phone during the day? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> all the time. You're like, man, I wish I used my phone more. Um, but also, like, where are you going to find all that extra time? Where's the one place that you generally don't have your phone? That's right, in the shower, exactly. Um, so I actually recently purchased <laughs> I purchased a, a holder that you can use for your phone, uh, and you stick you can stick it up on the wall. Um, 
and it's it, it's honestly perfect for if you want to watch uh, YouTube videos, which is what I use it for mostly. Uh, while you're taking a shower, I'll put it on. I'll stick it up there, and I'll put on my YouTube video, and I'm entertained. I got so many YouTube videos to watch. No, no time. So uh, I recommend it. Uh, the, there's a billion different brands. We'll put a link to the show notes of the one I bought. But uh, yeah, I mean, what if what if you get a phone call from your grandma and FaceTime? Uh, <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> Her life alerts going off or whatever. Right. I'm not life alerts. <laughs> like, Chris, can you help me figure out the remote? I can't know which button to use. Let me just FaceTime you. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> oh man! But listen, I think it's still good. I use it. It's 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 good. Uh, but if you want to watch YouTube videos in the shower, sorry. That's hang on, hang on. You started saying, <laughs> "What if you get a phone call?" Yeah, then you would FaceTime. It was, it was funnier. <laughs> wait, how, wait, what happens? You just answer the phone. You say, "Don't right, mind me." Like, oh, hello. I'm in I, I grab, grab. I grab, grab. And they're like, I'm, I'm just showering like, in the background. Don't mind the noise of running water and me well, and then, and then soaping like, my and ass up. I'm, fa- I'm falling and I can't get up. And you're like, okay, I know that now. Versus when I'm done with my shower and uh, and then you uh, fall. <laughs> you can't get up. So Over. <laughs> Oh, but this makes so much sense. So you, you remember how long Chris takes showers for? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, but realistically... This only makes them longer. I I enjoy... No, it doesn't make them longer. Because before this, I would just use a plastic bag and, like, drape it over the shower. Inside of the shower. Wait, Um, what? Yeah. So, wait, why you... So, you you got... Watch YouTube videos. The free trial version is the plastic bag. (laughs) No, it's not free. I mean, eventually it adds up. (laughs) Use your old sandwich bag every day from lunch and stick your phone uh, in it each day. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other one was a kid's show, and I knew you guys weren't going to buy into wait, that either. Wait, Maybe that's next so, week. You guys, you so guys you Coco literally wa- fans or what? <laughs> Are, you're watching YouTube videos in the shower? Yeah. Of what? Um, I mean, Pokemon cards, wrestling, I mean, sports, doesn't matter. How to save Just money on your could- water bill. <laughs> 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 I don't got a water bill. <laughs> Could it? Yeah, soon you will, because your landlord's gonna be like, "What the hell?" No, we got, wait, we got we got well. You water. can't find enough time in like your like dry, non-slippery, <laughs> your dry time. times <laughs> to watch you do videos. <laughs> dry times. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. Re- I mean, sometimes I'll do it when I'm. Like, <laughs> Dishes or whatever, but like that's not a dry time. (laughs) Chris only uses his phone when some part of his body is wet. (laughs) Oh god, my laughing muscles are at a at a. At a at a at a practice, shape. yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh God! <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. No, uh, Obert's got a handle. <laughs> <laughs> we could skip me. I don't have a good one. <laughs> we talk about. I just did. I. You can do anything. <laughs> uh, all right. Mine is. Um. Have you guys heard of uh, Meridian Towing? 
<laughs> and hauling. We're not. No. Boo. Boo. No. I guess I'll, I'll do a recipe. I like doing recipes because it's like, you know, you get bored making the same old stuff all the time. And basically every time now that I make pasta, instead of making tomato sauce, I make a vodka sauce, which drinking along with friends, it tracks, right? Um, that's kind of related to the show. It's very easy to is, do. Is it made with real vodka? Uh, obviously. They don't call it fake vodka sauce. Well, I, you know, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's called vodka sauce because there's vodka in it or if it's something else. I don't know. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know where the name vodka sauce comes from, but this one has vodka in it. Um, it's pretty straightforward. I will put the recipe that I use in the show notes. And this is Chris, by the way, and Ted, what I did with the the meatballs I made, um, which, which came out. I did kind of like half the batch for um, pasta and then half the batch for pizza. And the ones that I made in the pasta sauce came out way better than the ones I made just like baked to slice on the, on the pizza. Hmm. Um, just cause like covered in the sauce, they, they were much juicier and flavorful. But anyway, we're talking about the vodka sauce here. So vodka sauce, all it really is is tomato sauce, heavy cream, vodka, like, and then just like garlic and spices. And you just simmer it on the stove. I think there might be some cheese in there too. I'm not too sure. How but much vodka? A quarter cup. I want to say. It's a lot of vodka. There is, but I think the t- you simmer on the stove for 20 minutes after you add the vodka, which helps kind of like all the alcohol evaporates. So you I don't really know. the vodka. Yeah, I don't really know what the vodka does then, but I'm not a food scientist. Uh, I'll I'll link a vodka sauce recipe that I've been using in the show notes. Feel free to try your own. Try this one. Um, meatballs too. It was a great great combo. We did the rigatoni, vodka sauce, meatballs. Um, try it. Let us know in the show in uh, in the Discord what you thought the vodka sauce. But that being said, uh, <laughs> I still can't get over Chris's handle. Let's just let's just get out of here. It's so good, so good. It's the best handle. <laughs> Chris, are you dry or are you wet right now? Dry. I don't know. Is well, YouTube playing? I've been in this. I've been in this chair for a while. Might be. <laughs> So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Collective Arts and Crack for their Origin of Darkness, bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with, brewed with chocolate and pistachio cannoli. I would like to thank Arcane Aleworks for their Gimme Swelter, Mango Habanero, Florida Weiss. And I would like to thank Founders for their Four Giants Imperial India Pale Ale. Please make sure you head over to all social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast.gmail.com. Make sure you're sending in your emails because Obert's getting kind of lonely. He did ask for them earlier in the episode, so circle back and send your emails over there. Uh, Also, join the Discord and join the conversation over there. Link's below in the description. And if you'd like an episode or a little small episode of Drinking with Friends every week, you can head over to Patreon for as little as $1 a month or a certain amount of cents per week. You can get, you know, a extra 20 to 30 minute episode. Um, you know, we try to do it pretty regularly. Uh, our editor, he's okay. Uh, so he gets them up when he can. <laughs> and uh, today the, the drinker was Chris. Chris, do you want to tell him what you drink? No, pay me okay. money. There you go. <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> and be and ready. Uh, if you have, uh, join the Discord, uh, like you said, but be ready with your top 35 uh, breweries on the East Coast. Write a list. we're doing it. Write them down. Write a list. Check it twice. Yep. We want, we want 35 from each person. <laughs> Correct. 
no, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Chris, your, your, your feet, some part of you must be wet because you are using that phone awfully strong. I am. I'm using it, yes. And uh, I can't uh, disclose on the podcast what part of it is wet. So it's a, it's a uh, secret. So Blink. is it YouTube, though? It's not YouTube. So you could be trying. So you oh, can only it's just YouTube. YouTube. Can, That's right. Only YouTube. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm not watching YouTube. So you're just perusing. You're just wet for fun, not for the requirement <laughs> of watching YouTube. Yeah, just get ready. Just get ready for watching YouTube. <laughs>